Morgan. And I'm Daniel. And, and we, we used to date. date. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Morgan. And I'm Daniel. And this is and we, we used, used to, to date. date. We almost had it that time. I feel I like fuck. if you're just like a second faster. I know. I fucked it up. But I thought so um, I thought the whole thing is we just say and we used to date. I thought that's what we did. Is that not what I did? No, you were like and this is we used to oh, date. Sorry. Oh, so it's your fault. Thank Next God. Time. If I Thank remember, God. I probably will. I, I haven't been right about something in a long time, so I need every win I can get. And I always say I'm at least always 75% correct. All the time. That's a good, that's a good, uh, it's a good ratio. Yeah. It accounts for all the times you're wrong. Which is only 25%, which I mean, means three out of four times I'm correct. Yeah, but that's every time. Like every time I'm a little wrong. But you're also mostly right. Or I say four things and three of them are correct and one's wrong. <laughs> sure. But what if you say three things? What's 75%? Eventually of three there's going to be a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> there's always going to be another thing. <laughs> we need a mathematician. Um, but just so everyone knows, Daniel sent me a new microphone. And we're going to see how this goes. If it sounds worse, better, hopefully yeah. better. If you're listening to this and it sounds exactly the same, that means the experiment failed. And if it sounds better, then we yeah. all have Daniel to thank. And if it's a failure, then we all have Daniel to thank. That, I was, this was the 25% that I was wrong. <laughs> but they're so cute. They're little clip-on microphones. I feel like a fancy, like... Yeah, we're um, pros. TV lady. We're pros. And Daniel sent it to me because he's a nice boy. I FedExed it to you from across the country. Mm-hmm. And we're talking on Zoom from across the country. Can you believe that? We wouldn't be able to be friends without technology. No. I wouldn't be able to know anybody. I have no friends except for technology. What am I going to write to you? Like a Victorian law? Literally, noble? one of my friends from California, she moved to Tennessee, so she's really not that far anymore. And she asked me, she was like, hey, you want to, like, pen pal each other? And I'm like, absolutely not. Pen pal each other? <laughs> that would last for, like, one letter back and forth. I am I'm not horrible one, at probably. sending things. I had, yeah. I, I had something to send her for literally three months. It was sitting in my kitchen. I had to mail to her. But I just didn't because I didn't feel like going to the freaking post office. I know. that That's the ADHD paralysis. And then I just... Couldn't do it because I hadn't done it. And then finally, the only reason I sent it to her is because I was mailing out Christmas cards. And you're like, I'm going to the same place. You know what it is? We're just super efficient. Like, we're not going to go to the store for one thing. Exactly. You have to go, to go when you have bulk thing. stuff. Yeah. Well, see, we're just hyper efficient. That's all we are. Yeah. That's, That's like today. I've been avoiding going to either Walmart or Target. They're right next to each other, depending on how trash I want to feel. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> and how bougie I want to feel. <laughs> and I just haven't gone. And I've been needing to go for literally like three weeks now. And I just haven't gone, haven't gone. Because I'm like, I'm not going to go over there for this one thing that I need. It's like a 15 to 20 minute drive. 
Apparently, finally, it's not that important if you can live without it for three weeks. But the thing is, I asked Joey was there on Valentine's Day, and I asked him to get me the thing, and he forgot. <laughs> oh Lord, the whole cycle could have been killed right there. I know, but he I went today could have because thrown the ring into Mordor. <sighs> no, do you mind me? I um. But I went and picked something up from Facebook Marketplace that was only like five minutes from the Walmart. And I was like, you know what? I'll stop in. Because it's logistically sound. It makes sense. Exactly. And I have, I have a bone to pick with corporate America. So I told you the Target and the Walmart are right next to each other. I ended up having to go to the Target, which is fine, because... They have Apple Pay, and I didn't. I forgot my wallet, so I didn't have any of my uh, cards, and so I can use Apple Pay. Walmart does not do Apple Pay, at least the Walmart I have over here, which I don't understand because they're a huge company. No establishment that doesn't accept Apple Pay is worth. Or, yeah, is right. Is that is. not weird? No, it's stupid. Like I, they would have so much more business from me if me. they, if if they took Apple Pay. But no, because they don't have Apple Pay, I just go right next door to Target, who I know has Apple Pay. Because I hate Sorry, carrying Walmart. around my cards. Sorry, Walmart, your stupid policy lost my business. Exactly. They lost out on like $20 worth of business from me today because they don't accept Apple Pay. I bet their stock prices are tumbling right now. I said that and now everyone's leaving Walmart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I admit, I'm a Target girly. I love a Target. I love going in, grabbing my Starbucks, and wandering around and letting Target tell me what I need. I know. I trust I trust our Lord and Savior, Target, because mm-hmm. that's why I can never really go into one, because I just get sucked in by all the... It's so, like, bright and, like, shiny in there. It just feels like... Yeah. It feels like in and out. It feels safe, you know? I just want to yes, be Yes. It feels so safe. And then when I go to Walmart... I feel really stressed. Yeah. Let's just do a little recap on how our Valentine's days were. Yeah, let's do it. I I just sat on the couch and got high with my friend Danielle. That's how my Valentine's Day went. That's fun. That's like yeah. flowers of a sort. Uh, it was it was ex- yeah. You're exactly right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only kind of flowers I want right now. <laughs> Um, well, I had big fancy dinner reservations that I made like two months in advance. I was really proud of myself and I got a cold and it was yeah, like, you the said height. You got, yeah, you got really sick, right? Yeah. I got a pretty gnarly cold oh, and man. if you still hear it, it's me like <laughs> sniffle, <laughs> um, yeah. but, and so I didn't want to go spend a bunch of money on food that I could probably barely taste and couldn't really enjoy because I was hopped up on a bunch of cold medicine and I couldn't drink and like I mean I guess I could have but I had to go to work the next day um <laughs> yeah it would have been nasty gnarly on all fronts yeah so we ended up canceling the reservation which I probably made some dudes night Probably. Where was your <laughs> reservation? Some fancy schmancy. I, yeah, it's like some fancy, like one of those restaurants that were like, it was like an old house turned into a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Those are the schmanciest. Yeah, yeah with like whole tablecloths and everything. Yeah. Oh, it had <laughs> tablecloths? Oh, my yeah. God. 
I know. White um, love. And I bought a new dress that I didn't get to wear yet, but we'll we'll still we'll still go, we just at a different time. But we ended up canceling it. Probably saved some person's relationship. Um, <laughs> yes. And then I ended up just getting some. Um, so at work we dipped chocolate covered strawberries, and we dipped like two hundred and seventy five pounds of strawberries. What? Oh. And so <laughs> I, I bought a package of them because I was like, I dipped these. I deserve to eat them. Uh, yeah. Why did you have to buy it? You couldn't just steal one. Corporate America. Corporate greed. I get fired. Corporate greed. And so I got that, and then Joey went and got us Chick Fil A. Oh my god. And he, yes. we, I got him flowers, and he got me flowers, and um. We sat at home and ate our Chick-fil-A and watched a rom-com, like a new one that came out on Netflix with Ashton Kutcher, and we just hung out, and Joey gave me my some of my presents, and one of those presents was diamond earrings. Several questions. Firstly, doesn't that, that kind of just to me sounds way better than any restaurant. It was so nice. Honestly, it was a it's it's a great variation of a Valentine's Day. It is a super great val- like but the, the only reason I wanted to go to a fancy restaurant is because Joey and I's first Valentine's together, we were doing long distance and I got COVID. Yeah. So you got to kind of make up for it. Yeah, and then our second Valentine's Day together, oh. well, actually we were in Disney World. So yeah, we went to Disney World last mm, Valentine's Day. But we got into a really fancy. big argument. Oh. So, like, I just kind of wanted this one to be, like, nice. And it ended up actually being really nice. See, yeah, like, Chick-fil-A and, and chocolate-covered strawberries under the blankets watching a movie in the dark mm-hmm. with... That sounds, then, great. that sounds great by myself, let alone yeah. the person I love. And then I took some NyQuil, and I knocked out at probably, like, 7. <laughs> okay, tell me if I'm a drug addict, but every time I get sick, I'm kind of secretly excited. Because I'm like, ooh, I get to I get to have the NyQuil sleeps. <laughs> yeah, because you, like, die. It feels and you so feel nice. so rested. Like, yes. That sounds like a lovely Valentine's Day, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. And I, this is my first diamonds I've ever had. Oh, and okay. I would like to tell everybody. Yeah. Okay. Let me like tell me about your your earrings and your other gifts because several gifts for Valentine's Day. That's the other thing I wanted to ask you about. Yes. So my <laughs> diamond earrings, which are the first diamonds I've ever owned or have been given to me. You're um, a real woman now. I'm a real woman. They're shiny. I'm wearing them now. I don't know if you can. Also got. Um, he got me a photo shoot like a couple's photo shoot session it's like two hours two different locations and we can get to bring the doggies that's so sweet a photo so i'm really excited like like professional photos of us honestly men who listen if any do like that is a really thoughtful gift idea so take take note he knows i love pictures he knows i love pictures of us like I even know uh, that. You remember yeah. our photo shoot? 
Yeah, we did a photo shoot after like two weeks of dating. Yeah, we did a fall a fall photo shoot in the park, and they turned out great. I know they're. I looked so cute. I think we both did. I still had. There's an amazing picture of me eating a chipotle salad. That's like a stock photo worthy. Oh, that's right. Oh, because I woman eating salad. Didn't I bring like a nice camera? You brought a super nice camera. I brought a super nice camera. And there's a cute picture of me with like leaves and shit. That's right. I remember all of it. It's all coming back. It's all coming back. So, and then I also got flowers. And... Like... Flowers. No, like... like uh, yeah. g- um, uh, no, like the purple kind. <laughs> <laughs> There was something else. It's really bad that I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so freaking dumb. He got me a sweater I've really been wanting. It's like a crew neck sweater, and it says my tummy hurts on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's very on brand for you. I know. Everything was perfect. Yeah. I love it. And yes, to all two people listening out there, I did get him things too, but that's boring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you got why is that boring I want to know what you got him I got him a new puffy jacket like a puffer jacket oh yeah very utilitarian and I got him like assorted dark chocolates because he likes dark chocolate and he's obsessed with Jurassic Park and dinosaurs and I got him a Jurassic Park zen garden where he like you know like those little zen gardens with the rake there's like dinosaur bones in it really not real dinosaur bones but well like, yeah you know, but like ones. that sounds fun yeah so he keeps that he it's put like, that in his office and he's just like every once in a while he's like oh when he's stressed out and he's like oh, ooh, velociraptor claw yeah <laughs> We each got each other a fun gift, a fancy gift, and a food gift. Is that was that literally your theme? Like you planned? No, that? that wasn't planned. Oh my god, you guys are. We're just really good at this. We did the exact same thing on our last anniversary. We got each other basically the exact same gifts, but like we both each other got each other a big balloon we each got each other flowers and we each got each other he got me a bottle of wine and i got him a cupcake um like a little cupcake cake of marvin honestly so uh, that's kind of a perfect segue into what we're talking about today yeah like and what a fucking soulmate superstar (laughs) move that is yeah, so this episode, we will be discussing the concept of soulmates. Soulmates. So, Man. Daniel, do you believe in soulmates? Uh, that's such a, that's such a, uh, such a multifaceted question for me these days. Because if you had asked me when I was super Christian, I'd be like, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, God has the one, like, chosen for me, you know? Mm-hmm. But even then, it, like, 
I don't know. It was weird. And now? Now, I think I think it's much more logical now. I think I think that you can I think there are people that with which you have chemistry and there are people with which your core values align and there are people with which you just have similar brain patterns and maybe when all that stuff matches up like it's a soulmate thing but I don't know I really don't know I don't want to even categorize it like that because I don't want to pretend that I know everything about it either mm-hmm. you know can, like can you explain I know this is kind of circling back to our last podcast but can you kind of explain like the Christianity viewpoint on a soulmate yeah absolutely I mean think about think about what Every Christian is taught on day one of the of Sunday school. You know, they they get taught the creation story of Adam and Eve, and in that story, Eve is specifically created for Adam. And and when you're when you learn about that nonstop when you're young, I don't know. It just I think that just and, and you are just indoctrinated with language that says like God is preparing you for that for this person. You know, mm-hmm. or like you have to be preparing yourself for this person. And going back to what we talked about last last podcast with uh, religion and dating, specifically around uh, like preparing yourself for for a single person, like being being pure for this single person that God has in mind for you. So, and, go yeah. ahead. In that, well, in that sense, like, it did seem like, it did seem like, and this is the sad part, because it, it seemed like if you didn't stay on the path, like, that path was this narrow path that if you strayed, you weren't going to actually meet the the person that you were supposed to meet, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to actually meet, like... Like whatever, whatever bad choices you make are gonna are gonna put you on the wrong path to to meet you know like you're gonna you're not gonna you know you're not gonna be led to the right person like you would have been if you had stayed true. So you'll only meet your soulmate if you follow the correct path of your the religion. Yeah. Interesting. So Adam and Eve would say are the quote-unquote first soulmates yeah literally made for one another you know or Mm -hmm. she was made for him i guess (laughs) i don't know interesting i didn't even think about that yeah that's again why i i don't like that illustration because it is a very it does seem like a very one-sided Like when you think about it, like at, like the man was created first, you know, and then ma- because mm-hmm. man was lonely, woman was introduced, you know. It's a it and was to fulfill woman a is man's here for need. a man. Yeah, it's to fill a, fulfill a man's need. I and that I just, I just I just don't like that what that implies, you know. Yeah, and I mean we've definitely I feel like come a long way from there. We're not all the way there, but yeah. Um. I personally, my views on soulmates, I mean, we'll get into, like, if you're okay, I did some 
you know, looking it up and kind of seeing like other religions, what it says about soulmates. You did actual te- research and not just I did. it like I did? A little How bit. A little you? bit. Like a quick <laughs> few Google searches. Ugh. Just so I don't sound You're like. so elitist. You're way better at winging it than me. (laughs) I personally, I think I like the concept of soulmates. I, you know, without reading anything, without really knowing, like if someone just explained to me what a soulmate was like in general, like if you think off the top of your head, it's two people meant for each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that there's a huge potential for their one person to have multiple soulmates absolutely i agree like as you know i was kind of talking to my friend about this we you know talking about our relationships and me and you know talking about joey and i because joey and i are talking about getting a lot more serious (laughs) Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um and i was like i really love joey i know he's definitely it's hard for me to say the person for me but a person for me because one of the one of the a a yes a, exactly yeah. because i believe you know god forbid something you know something happens to joey i'm not with him in an extent of a breakup or something worse mm-hmm. i don't believe that's end all for me i know that i can find love again out there with someone else Right. That there will be another person for me if there needs to be. You know, I don't think it's fair to basically cut someone off at one person. You know, like you have this one person and you'll never find love again. I think that's like, that's not fair. I agree. I agree. And it's not, it's not reality and it's not statistically probable. (laughs) Mm hmm. May it take a while to find another person? Sure, but I truly believe that there are multiple people for everyone. Absolutely. That you can be and, happy with. Yeah, and and I think subconsciously, like, you kind of, I think you filter people in and out of your life that you just agree with anyway, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to, you're probably going to spend more time with people that you like and that you have a connection with. So you're yeah. naturally trying to put more soulmate level like style people in your life right yeah and there's there's a huge platonic soulmate thing happening you know yeah like you and like you and your best friend you and you know like you guys could be just like platonic soulmates like you know like you're not identifying as gay or anything but you have male friends that you're probably so in sync with my friend Bobby. but you're not gonna like love them like a yeah, yeah remember, exactly. Remember. Like, you guys could just be platonic soulmates made for each other yeah. to be friends. Yeah, I agree. So that's my <sighs> view on that. No, I, t- I totally agree. And when you think, like, yeah, soulmate, it's just somebody who your soul is enriched by, really. It's, it's when, you know, some believe in souls, some don't. The core basics of it is you as a person mesh so well with another person that you both bring joy Mm -hmm. and happiness and compatibility to a higher level than normal people what about the concept of being a whole person before or 
like being a whole person before you meet someone versus the concept of like yin yin and yang like you so you become whole when you meet your person yeah because i mean there i I definitely love the idea of someone of someone like helping me be the best person i can be Mm -hmm. but but i also love the idea of of like you being able to self-actualization yeah self-actualization like doing it like coming to my full confident self like built like out you know lifting myself up off my with my own from my own bootstraps you know i guess so there's actually something that i read if you don't mind me oh yes the research is coming in hand quoting it let me let me find it really quick um that you saying that just definitely reminds me of what i read but i can't word it correctly without like seeing it mm-hmm. so there's a researcher you know there's people that research the concept of soulmates between religion between you know just all of that stuff and there's a doctor that basically said a soulmate is someone who you feel deeply connected to but not in a dependent or needy way yeah yeah so like it says the guiding principle of a relationship between soulmates is the needs is that the needs are equally met because a soulmate should challenge you and move from selfishness to giving so I think the concept of, like, being whole, I don't think, but maybe being better. Yeah. You know? Teach. Yeah. It's, it's a way to teach you to basically give more than take, but also be taking as much as you give. Does that make sense? Like, it's equal. No, you're absolutely right because, and this is what this is also the other thing I've been thinking with. You know, like the the big theme in my life is is that is that everything exists on kind of a pendulum swing. You know, like mm-hmm. like you go from one ex, one extreme to the other. At least for me, you know, and it, and it starts when you it starts with processing things. Like when you finally realize that there's been this tension in your life. Like for me, it was letting go of my religion, you know. Like by that time, my pendulum had had generated all this potential energy by being at this spot, and finally it released, and it's swinging back and forth, you know. Whereas up here it was extreme religion, now it's swung to the opposite of like extreme, like deconstruction. Yeah, extreme <laughs> deconstruction. And then there are moments where I'll feel like, man, I kind of want to go back to church and the pendulum swings back, but it doesn't go all the way, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, it swings back to, like, nah, fuck church again. And then, you know, I, I feel it You're going You're waiting until it forth. settles somewhere. Yeah, but, but even even in that, like, like I feel like you just go through pendulum swings in, in like, a longer, in longer arcs, too, or different arcs with different things, like like confidence you know for me like i you know there 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 are phases where i just feel better about myself you know and mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i mean and like is your soulmate the one whose pendulum has swung perfectly in the opposite direction to be able to counter that and like right the ship you know and like maintain the relationship like is that what the soulmate is, is or doing? is it your pendulums are exactly swinging the exact same way yeah I don't know. What do you think, audience? We have to restart the recording. Well, that's good because I need a bathroom break anyways. 
Okay. Oh, God. Take the microphone off. <laughs> I'm going to take it off. <laughs> Did you find, uh, what were we doing right before we, uh, <laughs> right before we... talking about soulmates? That would be a good time for a commercial intermission if we had, um, someone to yeah. give a commercial to. That's what I, uh, that's why I was like, what do you think audience? We'll be right back. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> now promoting. Yeah. Uh, tissue, uh, toilet paper, maybe? Airbnb, yeah. maybe? Uh, no, Airbnb's kind of sucking, right? Like, the recently. I know, that's the whole reason they need to advertise. Oh, uh, we sellouts? What? Are, Are we, we sellouts? sellouts? I, I would take an Airbnb sponsorship if they offered it. Honestly, <laughs> that's, that's a sellout. <laughs> um... So soulmates. So soulmates. I don't know. Is my pendulum is my pendulum idea stupid? No, not at all. I'm trying to figure out how. I feel like this is part of my life's work is to figure is to like conceptualize this because it's been so helpful for me to visualize my life like this. Mm-hmm. No. Because no I matter think... no matter how far it goes, like it always swings back. I don't yawn because I'm yawning because it's eight <laughs> o'clock at night for me, and that's when I go to bed. <laughs> that this is so, a podcast, not a physics lesson. God, it's also apparently a religious lesson. I um, know, I'm taking you all to school, but my neighbor said that it was fascinating. She that's said the good. Last no, at least we have one fan. Fascinating. I know. Did we get any mail in response to our inquiry? <laughs> no. No. Neighbor, I'm calling you out. <laughs> um, but kind of piggybacking on your Christianity soulmate situation, I brought up today's topic to the one and only Joey, and mm. he said that there's actually a Jewish word for soulmates and their concept of soulmates. And I have the word in front of me. I'm gonna sound like an asshole if I try to say it. I want it. It to me, it looks like bishirt. Bishirt. Hmm. Um, I'm probably not correct, but that is the word for soulmates in the Jewish like religion, and. It Does literally it have... trans. It literally translate from Yiddish. Like the the translation from Yiddish is destiny. <gasps> See, that's beautiful. So, it's just like <laughs> how many things. It's like this whole thing about like finding the person you were destined to be with. Yeah, but I just I don't know. I just the problem I have with it is the whole idea of like. She is your destiny, or you know, he is your destiny, or whatever. My whole thing is that the is you only have one person because yeah, yeah, people are in I the mean. world. That's what Statistically, I mean. how are you going to find that one person? Exactly, you're telling me there's one for me. Okay, then it's all. I'm, that's gotta I'm be. Just not, 
I'm not really going to assume I'm fucked. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, when, you, when you're growing, when you've grown up to believe that there's one person for you, like, that, you, like you're, that means you're trusting that God has, is guiding your path. You know? It, yes. It, but listen, listen. So the concept here, there's there's like, I have it up in front of me, and there's like, someone typed out, like, here are the nine beliefs surrounding the concept of the word that I'm going to not say anymore because I don't want to fuck it up. Instead it's basically. It's shirt it's B shirt. <laughs> B shirt. <Sorry. laughs> Who. Who will marry who is decided in heaven long before either individual in a couple is born. So at the time of conception, an angel asks, you know, God, who should this soul be matched with? And God gives an answer. So before you are even, you know, like right at the time of conception, right when your parents are doing it. They're like, hey, who's this person meant to be with? And God's like, this person. They're like, bet. <sighs> I yeah, I don't know. It's beautiful. That's a it's a beautiful. It, and I th I think that it. I agree. I think it's very beautiful, and I think it's very nice if it was confirmed that you get to meet that person. <laughs> if it's like, a guarantee, you get yeah, to meet your soulmate. Yeah, because I've heard, here's the thing, is I've, I've heard and I've felt myself like, oh, this person has to be my soulmate, you know? Or mm -hmm. people get married based on that feeling and it, and it all mm -hmm. crashes down, you know? Exactly. And then, does that mean you had to experience that? Because if so, that's shitty. Mm -hmm. Like, is that your, your destiny to meet, your, to meet this person was to have to go through all that bullshit? Like, I don't know. That just doesn't seem like... This just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> There's so many things that it says. It, it says, basically, it's death. It's like, it's like you and your shirt will meet each other, and it's... It's destiny, so there's no need to worry about it. It says you can speed up the process and try to make it less painful by praying to God. Really, but like, praying and begging and all this stuff. Like, apparently nagging and begging and praying. Like, just basically just being like, please, 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 please let me meet your soulmate. Apparently that helps move the process along. God. Really? Mm-hmm. And apparently every so day you go on, God, I gotta nag God to to help me to make me find my soulmate. If you were Jewish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently every date you go on is destiny. You were meant to meet every person, and you were meant to have every awkward date, awkward conversation, and every single thing is meant to happen to lead you to your destiny. And I think that's hmm. kind of nice. I guess so. I mean, I'll never, I'll never, I'll never be ungrateful for the things that happen to me, especially the bad things. I mean, but look at us. If we look never 
met, we never dated, we never have this. Yeah. Us dating led each other to the next step. Yeah, but I still haven't found my fucking soulmate. And maybe that's just part of it. Maybe that's what's <laughs> meant to happen right now. The podcast is going to lead me to my soulmate. <laughs> we tried. It didn't work. But like, <laughs> but do you see where it's like, I don't know. Like, I totally believe that meeting people is the best way to increase your chance of cool shit happening to your life. Like starting mm-hmm. a podcast, you know. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I mean, I guess in that way, like, yeah, you're through doing that. You're probably going to meet someone who is going to be your soulmate or whatever. Just by meeting people mm-hmm. and doing shit that you love doing and being passionate about things. I just, I just think the concept of it all is super interesting because I feel like it dates back so far and it goes through so many religions and it goes, you know, you hear about it growing up like you know like there's some people who say you know like arranged marriages are going to be with your soulmate because it's arranged because it's the best person for you and blah 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 and like you know some people say soulmates are through religion some people are soulmates when you're walking down the street and there's love at first sight you know yeah i know and there and which I is another like- thing that we could talk about is love, love at first sight. First sight. <laughs> L-A-F-S. Does love at first sight mean they're your soulmate? You know, or does I, your soulmate grow? Does. I be- I feel like maybe maybe we should do some research on this, but I feel like the same people who believe in soulmates also believe in love at first sight. If the I soulmate, just, that's just what if my the people that believe me. in that soulmates, you only get one. What'd you say? Like, the people that believe soulmate, like, you only have one soulmate. Because I think that, like I said, they're soulmates, but I think that it's such a broad range. You know? Yeah. But if you believe in a soulmate and you believe that that the, that your life is leading to that person, then I also believe that, or uh, that that is also the kind of person who would think that, like, oh, my destiny has led me to you, and, it, and I love mm-hmm. you, and there's, and, like, mm-hmm. I have this overwhelming feeling you know yeah i don't know i just i have felt that before i've felt that like oh my god you're the one and i just have always i've always they weren't the one clearly they weren't the one either that or i just i just fucked it up the first time Mm. (laughs) and it was all downhill (laughs) from there like i said there's always another it's just what i believe i mean (laughs) If you think of the concept of love at first sight, are you really feeling true, like love? Or no, you you're feeling like, endorphins. Holy shit, that person's hot. Yeah. And now I feel all these feelings. Yeah, you're feeling you're feeling hormones and endorphins. Mm-hmm. Hormdorphins. It... This might be a hot take, and it's just my personal feeling. Ooh, bring it on! Give it to me. But I feel like people who are like love at first sight immediately fall in love super quickly, do everything hot and heavy super fast, fizzle out a lot faster. I feel attacked. Am I wrong? First of all, 
first of all, who gave you the right? <laughs> who do you think you are calling me out? No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and I feel like the people who maybe go a little slower, a little more gentle, grow a harder bond maybe. And they become more solid with a more solid base because you're you're building a pyramid normal instead of like upside down, which I feel like is what happens when you go too fast. You know, you're starting off, you're like, I got to build, I got to build, I got to build. And you're building up too fast and it's unsteady. Okay, but here's the catch 22 as someone who is who is absolutely not like this. I'm not saying I am. But someone who a little bird told me once, when you do that, like, yeah, you do that. You're right. Like, theoretically, I'm very, very much uh, uh, guilty of that. I think everyone is, though. But but when you when you are trying, when you're legitimately trying to hold things steady, like when you meet someone who you have that feeling about and you are and you are like trying to like be chill you know and like be Mm -hmm. friends like but all the while you still have this this desire to like be only you like to like be more like it's it it doesn't help like it's not genuine and it still fail it still crumbles on and i mean like i like i get that but i'm talking about the people who are they meet they fall in love within a week they're moved in by the end of the month they get married a month later. They, you know, like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I know. And, I, and I'm and i I'm one of them. You're not At least, married. <laughs> no, but my track record is to go hot and heavy real quick. And mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it fizzles out. Like, it, I, like I've, I've had, like, long-term relationships. You know, I've had relationships, but... Like, it's very much like, that's very much what happens with me. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, even when you're, even when you try hard to, like, just look at someone as just a friend or just a whatever, like, you're, at least for me, there's always that, like, what, like, what if, you know? Which is why I'm really trying hard to, like legitimately set like strong boundaries with with people because like I just I don't know I'm saying a lot of things <laughs> I mean you I mean Joey and I moved in at nine months that's pretty fast for some people so like well, I'm saying I'm not saying I moved in at I'm three months say- with my ex that is pretty fast that's pretty fast <laughs> I, we hadn't even like said i love you at the end (laughs) yeah i don't know look there are great women in my life that i'm very grateful are in in my life and and i you know like you obviously like we enjoy a fabulous friendship you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and but there are but you're obviously like you have a of of someone you very much like in your life you know Mm -hmm. and so there's and but you know Oh God! What am I saying? All I'm saying is I'm on a crusade right now to 
try to normalize the idea of, of men and women being in platonic healthy relationships. You see your your sorry, repeat that again? I'm on a crusade right now and this is I'm I'm doing I'm doing this with myself to normalize men and women being in healthy platonic relationships. We are. I know we are. And you and what her Danielle. name Danielle are, yeah. Me and Danielle are, and and I have I have other friends too that I've like other female friends that I have great platonic relationships with. Are you and... struggling with the idea that like your brain automatically goes to what if? Well, no, I'm like being very intentional about like no, there is no what if. Like this person is this person is a is a a cherished friend to me and that is it and mm-hmm. and it's just it's just an exercise in intention for me okay i don't know i guess how does that go into dating because in because when you're dating someone and when you're trying to woo someone at least at least you know in my past and that's this is what i'm saying like with every woman i'm I, I met I was like oh she's attractive or she's whatever you know like what if you know and I would I would turn on date Dan you know like you know the office when in um when Michael no you don't know the office I'm sorry I haven't watched it everyone's gonna hate me no that's okay that's okay well so so Michael Scott is a is a buffoon you know he's he's <laughs> a and he and he really likes women but he always makes a fool of himself in front of women because he has that exact problem. So um, it, there's an episode where he's out with his with his coworkers, and he's playing pool with them. And um, his coworker, their coworkers, Pam and Jim, who are who are a couple, um, bring a friend along. And secretly, like, secretly they're setting Michael up with this female friend of theirs. But he doesn't realize it. And so while he doesn't realize that he's on a date, like, he's being super funny and charming and, like, natural in himself and, like, you know, and, like, totally, totally wooing this girl, you know? Like, totally, like, really pulling it off, you know? And then she goes to the bathroom and they're like, so do you like her? Like, is she your type? Like, what do you think? And it switches. Yeah, and he's like, Oh, like it just clicks to him that he's on a date, and he completely turns into a different person. Like, he and it, and uh, my f- and he just you know he tries to be cool and like do cool shit and like and completely ruins the whole thing. <laughs> it's hilarious. And my friend Kenny would always tell me like, "Dude, you turn into date Mike." You know, <laughs> I was like, "I know. I always do this." I would love to see this, but that's so weird because I've been on a date with you. I know, but like, I don't think you. Uh, were, I mean, obviously, we went on a few more, so you weren't horrible. I know, but I'm. That's when I'm in my prime. I'm like, I'm like, you know, like, I do very well on on dates and stuff. I mean, I've I feel like I'm a, like a decent person just in general, but in the past, like. I don't know. I feel like by the time we met, I was I had I was kind of coming into my skin a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, me of the past, like me in like college and like and like the years after college, it, it was rough. 
Yeah, probably because you were like figuring out the religion thing. I I know I was. And like you know, and I was, but yeah, I was just this awkward little little Christian, you know, zealot boy who didn't know anything about the world or women. I don't know if any of that related to soulmates, but that was a good discussion. I know. <laughs> I really don't know where that came from. Sorry. No, that's okay. This is a discussion episode, not a I guess fact-based thought-out episode. I guess what I'm trying to I, I guess what I'm trying to do I guess what I'm trying to say is like I want to be intentional about especially you know like meeting people and thinking and like just seeing them as like a, like a human being before I see them as anything but a you know like a soulmate <laughs> stop yawning i'm sorry it's it's late for me sorry i went to I'm sleep boring no you. no um and just funny that you said that because it made it sound like you don't think it was women as humans oh shit wait what <laughs> I know. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying, though. Like the me of the past thinks like was just thought of, thought of women as like you know like an opportunity to be as my bride or something. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it was never. Uh, it was never like, oh, like teach me something. You know, like this is a cool person. Yeah, it was like person. It was like, dear God, complete me so my life can begin. You know. Do you think that, I don't know what your thoughts on it now are, but you were, I don't know how to say this without making it sound bad, but you're so desperate to find the person that any woman that came along, you're like, this could be it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Mood. Yes. Uh, as as hard as it is to say, that is exactly pretty much what it was. Uh, I mean, I feel like so that I I totally get that though because, like, I don't know. I kind of mentioned this in the last episode about me having a really hard time with guys and stuff for a period of time where I was just like going out and I was like, please, can this just be it? Please, can this just be it? Please, can this just be it? Like, yeah. Well, uh, it's also kind of the Disney like. You know, they lived happily ever after. That kind of implies that, like, after all the tribulation, after all the shit you're going through, like, once you find that person, it's all going to be okay. You're going to be happily, you're going to live happily ever after. That's just what I wanted. And from my experience, and, I mean, I've had, like, you know, a few serious relationships that have, you know, lasted over a year like a handful like three like i'm on my third <laughs> and you think you found your person and it's 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 never gonna be a happily ever after i mean you see people get married you you can talk you know my parents have been together for 30 uh something years it, it's not they're not happy 24 7 it's you know it's not a happily ever after and it sucks because you want it to be and like you can you see it and you know it's not but you think it is gonna be for yourself because like you're like oh maybe now i can finally be happy but you don't want to think of it as i'll finally be happy once i meet my person 
I mean, that's how I thought of it. And I get that because I think that's what we all think when we're younger and especially yeah. you coming out of religion and me just being a girl thinking I need a man <laughs> to complete me. You do. And who knows? Don't ever forget it. <laughs> and I think a person can definitely make you happy, but they can't make you... They pregnant. can't be the reason for your happiness, but they can make you happy. Yes. Did you hear what I said? No. Oh. <laughs> You're like, a person can make you happy, but they can't make you... And I was like, pregnant. <laughs> honestly even better really more reason to stay single um yeah i mean i agree i don't think you should be unhappy most of the time i think most of the time you should be happy with your person. well that's but the person that you've chosen to spend your life with for that time being. <laughs> like, they should make you happy? So yeah, you, and should, you yeah. shouldn't be, like, you shouldn't be in a constant state of, like, despair when you're with your partner that you oh, choose. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're not happy, what's the point? And, obviously, there's so many outside factors outside of your relationship that's going to affect your mood as well. You know? Like, your partner is not going to be able to fix all the things that work for you. Your partner is not going to be able to fix all the things in your family for you. And that's where it comes back for me to the idea of the pendulum swinging, you know? Like, you're going to have days, you're going to have times where, like, work is awesome, you're crushing it, like, you know, you're the golden Mm -hmm. boy. You may have, you may have years where you're just crushing it. And then you may have some, you may have some time, months where you're not, you know, you're not crushing it. And that's where... Maybe your pendulum is swung the other way, and hopefully your partner's is in a position to counter the ship, or your partner's in a position to mm-hmm. be some kind of light in the darkness to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree. Like like you were saying earlier, it's so hard to view your partner as someone that's going to help counteract and make you happy versus working on your own happiness, working yeah. on your self-fulfillment, and having someone to make you feel fulfilled yeah i think i think think, i think it's not someone making you feel fulfilled i think it's someone helping and supporting you fulfill yourself i mean as much as as much as i as much as i hate to admit it there were some things that my ex said that were really uh helpful she told me that your partner should be kind of a mirror to you and I think the right partner should should be a mirror, maybe in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. In what sense? Like, like, what does that mean? Like to lovingly, like lovingly help you identify, like yeah, <laughs> see yourself, yeah, helping, yeah, like like yeah. being a being a being a loving. Because this is the person you're gonna you're gonna cast your innermost intimate feelings onto, you know. Mm-hmm. This person so hopefully eventually, is gonna know everything. Yeah, about eventually, you. yeah, eventually they're gonna see the parts of you that nobody else does, you know, and so they're gonna eventually be the mirror into you that, because they're you know 
Whereas a mirror on your wall where you might tell yourself, like, ah, you're a fucking idiot, like, you know, like, they're going to have something to say back. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. If you say it in private, you're eventually going to say it in front of your partner. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I mean, I tell Joey all the time that I feel and look like crap, and he's like, you know, you're pretty. And I say no, and he says, yeah. And I'm like, no. And he's like, yep. (laughs) Every time I say anything, he's just like, no, you're pretty. (laughs) Yeah, like, maybe the right partner is just there to tell you you're not fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like to For understand real. to understand when you're being fucking crazy and to tell you like you're being fucking crazy. <laughs> like I yeah. love you. You're you're just fine, you know? Yeah, like I I find myself apologizing for a lot of things that maybe I shouldn't be apologizing for. That's just normal. Yeah. And him being like, "Why are you apologizing? Like you're fine." You know, like Yeah. There's like you're good. <laughs> yeah. You're I mean, valid. <laughs> and when you think about it, like, your friends do that, too, like, to a degree. Like, to a degree, like, the, the the best, like, you know your best friends by how honest you can be with them, you know? Mm-hmm. I yeah. would hope. Anyway. Yeah, and that circles back to the platonic soulmates. Yeah. Man, heavy stuff today. This one got a little bit heavier than I thought it would get. Like, I've always found it interesting, the concept of soulmates. So I was really happy to be able to discuss this with you, on, especially on the podcast relating, you know, having to do with relationships. I know. And especially, especially now that, you know, I'll just tell the viewers, Joey and I are talking about getting married. Ooh. You know, there's a lot of marriage talk. There's a lot of planning and talking and all this stuff and it's like making me analyze like having to make sure that this is you know something that I want making sure that this is my person that I want to be with for you know the foreseeable future and like a lot of analyzing myself in the terms of soulmates in the terms of like can I see myself with him for another 45 50 years you know yeah like so this has been like a big topic in my own Ugh. brain and my own discussion with my friends and him and like together and stuff like that not gonna lie that sounds stressful it's not it's not stressful because i love him and i yeah. think and, and it is like a con it is like a thought of like this probably this is probably why people get cold feet and I understand oh, it. Oh, and it's, 100%. it's scary. It's a huge decision. Especially it's a huge commitment. Especially if you watched your parents get divorced after 19 years of marriage, you know? Mm-hmm. And and Joey, his parents got divorced. Both his pa- both his brothers are have been married and divorced. He's never had a like solid relationship succeed in his family. While my parents have been married for 35 years, they're gonna, you know, die together. So, yeah. like, it's coming from two completely different backgrounds on, view, on the view of love and the view of being with a person. I know. But, look, can I ask you, like, your parents are solid. Like, what, like, is it just logic that is making you, like, really consider this? Or, like, are you just, 
like do you have an example or is it just the st- the, the statistics that tell you that marriage is like, more likely to end than not you know like what yeah. what is what is it that's giving you that's like that's making you say like like i gotta make sure like this is gonna this is racking my brain like what is what is motivating that fear because well obviously i don't want to fail it's a fear of failure obviously you don't want to fail it's a huge feel of you know like fear of failure it's it's just i want to make sure that i'm making the right choice for me to be happy yeah I'm, I want to make sure that I'm not making a choice based on the fact of this is what I should be doing. I want to base it on this is what I want yeah. to be doing. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting because where I where it's where for me, it's out of a sense of fear of like of like, like I saw my parents do this, you know, I don't want to mm-hmm. do the same thing. Like yours is like, I want to be happy. Like I value my yes. happiness. I do. I do. And I and. You know, I had great role models growing up with my parents. They very much loved each other. And I had a great dad who was a great husband. And I see that and I'm like, damn, I want that. And I see that. Oh, that's weird to say I see that in Joey. I'm not saying I see my dad in Joey, but I see the type of man that my dad was for my mom. And I can Mm -hmm. see Joey being that type of man for me. That's beautiful. And that's really all I've ever wanted you know yeah and i'm just making sure in my head and yeah i am sure i'm just double checking my work inside my brain making sure that like this is correct this isn't like oh i'm you know turning 28 i should be married let's marry the man that i'm with right now totally yeah you know like do people get married to the person they're with at the age they should get married? So you're like, like, like yeah, I'm fucking sure, but I'm, I'm checking myself to make sure I'm not being blinded by any rose-colored glasses. Exactly. Nice. I like I'm making it, sure yeah. that I'm not being influenced by what I statistically should be doing at this point in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful, and that's where yes. I, that's where I want to be. Honestly, I want to, I want to be like. Um, and 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 because I have historically been the person who has worn the rose-colored glasses, I I am going to be damn sure that that the next time, like, no, like, she's the real deal, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is not just you know, and like, we've been through this shit, and like, she's still the real deal, you know. And and I can be honest, and she's still the real deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, my tummy's making noises. You and your tummy's like, man, this is tense. I know. It's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thing for me is that I kind of felt like we went from almost zero to a hundred in a matter of like months regarding marriage oh you and Joey yeah you know like I don't know if you remember me talking to you 
about being like, well, we talked about it and it was like a big if, a blah, blah, blah. And like, and now it's like, he has the ring. <laughs> he has the fucking ring. Like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're like, okay, let me, let me, let me get, let me get caught up to speed here. Yeah. And, and it's really weird. I kind of feels like a huge blur on how all of it happened. Yeah. I don't like, even really remember. <laughs> and you're good with the timing and everything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like we had always talked about like, oh, like what's your ideal like time frame if you want to get married? And he's like five years. And I'm like, oh, I'm like at two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. And so at this point, we're kind of meeting in the middle of it. Yeah. Because we're, you know, we're between two and a half and three years right now by the time we get engaged, probably be closer to three. And by the time we get married, it'll be like past four. Okay, just don't let him set the wedding date out two years. I already said it. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Didn't you tell me that? You're like, we set a date. Didn't you tell me that? I set a date in my brain. Oh. And that's did, the date we're going you, with. Did you tell me that, though? I probably did. I was probably like, I'm like, oh, I set a date. Like, jokingly, like, oh, yeah, it's it, it's here. <laughs> like, like, when we get engaged, I'm engaged. already going to be ready. Engaged. Engaged. When I, when I become a fiancé. Fiancé. They don't ever you pronounce know there's the different, I don't know if I'm just dumb, but... There's different ways to spell fiance, like one for yeah, a like man and one for a woman. Really? Is it two E's like, for a man? It's two E's two for a e's woman. For, it's two E's for a woman? How sexist. I believe, yeah. You get yeah. one extra letter. Psh. Psh, man gets extra money, I get an extra letter. True. Fair trade. <laughs> Fair trade, ladies. Well done. Well played. <laughs> So, but don't be alarmed if I get engaged and all of a sudden you guys just get wedding content for like four episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's okay. We'll be your outlet. We'll be your excited outlet. I'm going to, I want to live vicariously through you because I don't, I I'm not ever sure it's going to even happen for me anymore. So it will. If you want it to, it will. And I forget, you're going to get married in California? No. No? Where? No. Well, get, we're going to get married on the East Coast. It's just going to be a lot cheaper. I just got to know where I want to go. Where I got to go. Um, Honestly, we were talking about maybe Tennessee. <gasps> Is that bad? Is that good? Like, I'm, I'm invited, right? Obviously. I'm going to be invited, aren't I? I'm going to invite my ex-boyfriend to my wedding. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I won't object. I'm going to introduce you as that to everybody, I too. I won't object. I mean, considering I'm, you're going to play cello at my wedding, I hope not. It'd be really That's awkward. Right. Yeah. I would object and then be like, so... I still get paid, right? <laughs> Your payment so is allowing you to come to my, my wedding. Who has my check again? <laughs> oh, of course. Just I, to, I, as long as I get free drinks, that's what I'll Open I'll bar, baby. Full yeah. open bar is a priority well, for me. For yeah, us. Yeah, but I want to be special somehow. I'll get you your own bottle. I'm we'll backstage. Something. Just give me a just give me a like a just give me a lanyard that says VIP. That's all I need. Deal. Backstage Kay. access. Yes, yes. 
better even better and then you just gotta let me know what your favorite alcohol is and maybe i'll get a little special something Ooh, the ex-boyfriend special oh i love it the ex <laughs> the xbf special i love it okay well i'll tell you what song i want you to learn and you can let me know how it sounds what is it oh um um i want like a slowdown the only word I know is acoustic, but is that that's like for guitar. Um, but like um, a romanticized version of I'll Stop the World and Melt With You. Okay, hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's happening live. I've never played this before. I'll stop the world and melt with you. Because it reminds me of ice cream. Of course it does. If you can make this sound super romantic on your cello, you're hired. Oh yeah, okay. Just a that was so cute. <laughs> You're hired. Yay. <laughs> Do you like that song? Do you think that's a good song? I love that song. I think that's a great song, and I want to play it at your wedding. <laughs> you going to play it while I walk down the aisle? Yes. yes. I think that's a great idea. Oh, wow. <sighs> well, thank you for that. That was beautiful. I can't wait to hear that, uh, how that transcribes onto the podcast <laughs> that's um a sneak peek of what's to come in about a year and a half a sneak peek you guys get backstage access just like i'm gonna get at your wedding yep i'll make you a little lanyard thank you you can even get ready with the girls if you want Ooh, that seems weird <laughs> who knows maybe you'll meet your soulmate at my wedding you'll move to north carolina and we get to be friends and hang out i'm open to that possibility honestly i'd be open because everyone everybody loves a good wedding meet cute uh yeah i know and obviously like i'm i, I love dancing and like yeah that's what i'm it's gonna be amazing to, the dancing really also you um the attire is festive cocktail so you have to wear something like fun, something fun, like a fun tie or a fun shirt or a fun suit. Okay. 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 Like, okay. So I like, I like color. I love color. So and ice cream. I would like people to wear colorful things. Okay. I'm on it. I'm going to look for something colorful. Just keep it in your brain. I want okay. colorful. No, I'm going to be prepared for this. I love it. I love when someone dresses accordingly, you know? <laughs> <laughs> AKA, follow my fucking attire. Dress exactly. Me. And if anyone wears jeans, sending them God, to there's the always, outlet. <laughs> there's always a jean guy at every wedding. There's always a jean and cowboy, cowboy boot guy. Yeah, I'm sorry, Morgan. There's no way to avoid it. But Especially living more in like the south 
I'm just uh, I'm anticipating it. And... It's not even in the South. It's at every wedding I've ever been to, even in California. Yeah. Always a jeans and cowboy boot. It's always. And a, I don't understand. I don't one... understand. Yeah. Somebody's fucking cousin who's like. I'm, I don't have to follow the rules. <laughs> yeah. Out there jeans wearing. Jeans are fine. These are my nice jeans. Yeah, out there wearing a Dodgers hat or something. Come on. But, and, and then also, just correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not a man, I don't wear slacks or suit pants, but they seem more comfortable than jeans. Mm. Like, they feel like they have more flex to them. I could be wrong. It's a, you're right, it's a weird paradox, because in theory, jeans should be less comfortable than like slacks and mm-hmm. yet i would rather dance in jeans than slacks oh well you're not so i'm not not no. <laughs> i will sacrifice my comfort for your for your dress code but thanks that's my cents. wedding hot takes wedding hot i've takes. talked about even though i'm not even engaged yet that should be a that should be a segment we feature in the, in the next few episodes up until you're married wedding hot takes uh, well, we can start that after I actually get engaged because it's gonna be hell awkward if I don't get engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll we'll, <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it up until you know, and then when you get engaged, it'll really start, and then it'll really start, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it'll just build up an intensity until the wedding. Like, the, can we the just have one episode where I just get to be full on rage, Bridezilla? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're just gonna be okay. This is a full on like the whole episode is a wedding hot take. A wedding hot take. I'm ranting. I'm looking like the biggest bitch. Yes. Yes. But I'll, I get to let off all my steam, and I then grant, I'm super chill and nice after that. I grant you the space to, to do that, yes. Thank you. Well, Morgan, where can we find our podcast? You can find our podcast at WUTD Podcast uh, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can also email us at WUTDPodcast at gmail.com. Hey, neighbor, calling you out. Yeah, seriously. I told you I loved you. <laughs> Don't make me take it back. Oh, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay. So, uh, we do so love you still, last, yeah. but we do still love you, but like. I'll gaslight you if I need to. It's uh, definitely a little bit less. Um, actually i i shared a i shared a um i went over my neighbors constructed this new like little this new little like uh what do you call it like a little like a little sunroom thing on their balcony mm -hmm. like have like little curtains to enclose it off and like have little lights and plants it's it's really beautiful and like we we shared a joint (laughs) in there last night (laughs) and just like talked about the podcast and stuff it was really it was so much fun so oh that's sweet yeah anyway write us write us messages we want to hear from y'all again please send us stories about pets in your relationships yeah please we want to hear we want to see your animals we want to see your animals more than we want to hear from you but we'll also read your story if we have to (laughs) um yeah also, let us know if you like the types of episodes like this where we're just basically discussing things back and forth or you like it when we research things and 
like the you know like the affairs and stuff like what do you like what do you want us to do more of any suggestions we're gonna start trying everything until someone emails us please I'm begging you even if you think oh I'm not gonna email because someone else will do it they're not so you do it just do it please just somebody email me do it yeah (laughs) god yeah like call 911 because nobody else is doing it email the podcast because nobody else is doing it please I just want to hear from one person it'll make me feel so good and i'll be happy for like three years if someone just emails us i know (laughs) three years people would you sacrifice 90 seconds of writing an email for three years of morgan's happiness no of course you. i think that's a great deal yeah please i think i would do that for anyone just even (laughs) if it's just you voice memo it i i don't care you, know if you what? don't feel like typing, just talk into something and send it to me. This week, I'm going to be really intentional about actually going and writing comments to my favorite podcasters and just telling them, like, that's sweet. You should do them that. How much I like appreciate some of their podcasts. There's a great one. You know what? I'm going to even give a wreck if anyone for those who okay, are, okay. for our dozens of followers. There's a there's a cool podcast called the God Pod. It's basically Ooh. it's basically it's a podcast. Um, um, by God, like God is, is, is hosting this podcast along with Jesus and and they even have Satan on it and like, and like Psyche and Santa, Santa and Moses. That sounds awesome. It's super funny. Like they talk about like, you know, like, like God is just really relatable and Jesus is, is like clearly gay and like (laughs) Satan. Yeah. And they're all friends and they all smoke weed and they all like, you know, talk about their shit and like their depression and like what's in the news. It's really funny. So the God pod, have it Yahweh. That's what it's called. Have it Yahweh. Okay. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. The God pod, have it Yahweh. That's what, and it's, and you'll know it by, cause the, cause it's a cartoon, like the, like the, the icon or whatever is like a cartoon God and Satan and Jesus. Wearing a rainbow okay. sash. It's so oh, funny. amazing. Yeah. It's I so love funny. that. Well, thank you. Now somebody do that for us. Please. 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 Um, <laughs> I am begging. I am begging and nagging and all the things that you're supposed to do to find your destiny, but for this podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. Well... We appreciate you either way. Yes. And if someone is listening six months from now to our backlog of several episodes and we have, you know, one of our thousands of followers is listening to our backlog, like, we love mm-hmm. you in advance. We're Yeah. We're thinking of you right now. We appreciate you we... listening to us still adjusting. Yeah, the early days. You're, you're getting in on the ground floor. I mean, afterwards, mm-hmm. you should have been here mm-hmm. when it was happening. Where the hell were mm-hmm. you? But <laughs> it's okay. You're here now. <laughs> <laughs> you're here now. You're here now. That's right. uh, right. Well, we love you all very much. Keep and it. Keep it consensual. Keep it respectful. Adios. Bye bye.
thanks for listening to We Used to Date, featuring our creator Morgan and her ex, Daniel. We plan on putting out a lot more of these, and we'd love your feedback. You can email us at wutdpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.